0: Call the Dolls with Chansey and she and well we'd beat we'd beat Rocket Top. I don't know. I'm Did running she out just of just throw waste. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of ways to start this thing because it's the same thing every week and it's just it's so warming to my heart. But uh, we're, Chansey, we're back
1: and can I pause your intro real quick to to just point out that I just now noticed that you have some facial hair. <laughs> 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 I wish that everybody listening to this could see. I just noticed. We've been sitting here talking for the past thirty minutes. I just noticed, man. Let me look at that up close. Oh my
0: god, Woo! it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Lord it's help not, us, please. The, the hey, jet.
1: please, please shave the the beard and just leave the mustache. Please. Well, that. I'm pr-
0: it's pretty. It's probably going to happen for the for the wedding this weekend. So, um, it's a it's a very strong possibility. So. Uh, anyway, anyway, sorry for, sorry I'm, for I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying it out. the the, the wife is uh, the wife likes it. Um, I, my genetics are not really inclined to this, <laughs> as you're as you're very aware. This is where things are at the moment. Um, so none of you will be able to see this, but it is true. Yeah, but, but <laughs>
1: for those of you who know Chancy, uh, you know it's a uh, you. You, ba- you can imagine baby face Chancy. You know <laughs> you baby can, face Chancy. Well, the thing is, you know, in college you would get it like probably five or six hairs here or there, like on the, just on the tip of your chin, you know? And then there would be a patch up by your ear or something. <laughs> just ridiculous. <laughs> not that I've ever, I don't know. I've I've had the beard for a while, but it's not like I have. My brothers have a much better beard than I do. I've got these weird patches here that just don't grow hair
0: right under my lip. You have weird patches. <laughs> well, I don't know. Look at this thing. I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I,
1: well, I mean lack thereof, patches.
0: What What I can say to this is, though, is that... um. The dogs are are doing so well that we feel comfortable in sharing that kind of information, <laughs> and everything is uh, is going according to God's plan, and uh, and we're and we're ten and zero man. This is this is it's kind of hard to it's kind it's still just kind of hard to wrap your mind around. I mean, it's I keep saying the same thing every week, and, and but I'm just having so much fun with this right now because our guys, they're just playing. It's the same thing every week. the the whole process the way the games are playing out and, and it's it's a beautiful thing to watch man it
1: really is man i'm
0: uh
1: i'm at the point where i'm i'm, I'm trying so hard to, to I, I i feel like i mean and you probably feel the same way i feel like i'm in the twilight zone and i'm trying so hard one not to talk about it too much but two i want to really enjoy this you know i want to sit back and say this is the first all right so this is the first time i mean everybody's seen the accolades this week you know, this is the first time we've ever been undefeated, undefeated in an uh, SEC play since 1982. Not not the first time ever. First time since 1982. Um, and then, if we go undefeated in the regular season, that will also be the first time since 1980 because then we lose one game in '82. Something like that. It's it's been it's been a long time, and I can't. You know, I at at this point, it's it's. And I mean, look at what the difficulty of this league and and across the board in, in college football, I mean, things have gotten so different. And, you know, when you're talking about over 40 years ago or about 40 years ago, um, you know, what the difference of, of, of the talent is and recruiting is just so much more complicated across the board. You've just got better teams and bigger players, faster players. And what we are doing this year, um, First time we've seen anything, the likes of it, uh, in, in a long time. And, I mean, you even – we keep comparing to the 2017 team and how dominant that team was. And I guess that's really our, our closest benchmark that we've had this entire century or this this whole century so far up to this point. And, man, I, I'm just happy to be along for the ride and for you and I to be, you know, talking about it every week. This This helps me to, one, calm down a little bit and just to to go through the process and, and break down things and see how I feel and and it's just fun to uh to, to kind of reminisce about the season so far and then look forward to yeah we got a couple of cupcakes including the Techies, and uh then we go to, go to Atlanta baby
0: but that's the, the been the thing too and kind of what I was saying it's the consistency yeah it's just we wanted to get punched in the mouth we got punched in the mouth early this week they came down and they did what they did what we expected them to do. We did not expect them to we this type of offense. They got the ball first. They did exactly what they did. They're going to they're going to have a Hey, let me say they're going to hold that.
1: You were like, "We're yeah. going to get down early." And they they actually got the lead twice in the first right. uh, first quarter.
0: Well, it, because here's the thing, and somebody made a good and I don't even know if we talked about it, but they they it, 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 it to uh the the triple option. They kind it to it's it's such a different philosophy and you just can't you can't scheme against it you can't really make this and you can't really uh scheme this in practice because you don't have the guys that can do it you don't have you don't have all this time built up on trying to learn how what this what this looks like because they moved at an incredible clip and we are very used to rotating guys in and out we've got oh, we've got a pretty methodical way of doing that we um for third we usually our, our third down package on defense very very different than what we we normally run you, it's just everything's moving all the time and when you're playing this defense or this offense you can't you can't run that same defense and i knew it was going to take us some time to get our feet up under us but it was how long would it take us to do that were we going right. to get caught off guard and <clears throat> not be able to catch back up yeah we defense once they got their Feet once they cut once they caught their feet got their heels up under it was it was game over for them and our offense uh, came back and scored quickly and really put a great drive that first drive went down and scored really fast and that it was, was
1: it was a great drive one of the one of the best a, drives we've ever had uh, right. sorry and this it, this year you know
0: yeah oh yeah for sure and and so uh, but my 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 big thing was our defense really stepped up and. Yes, we gave up the most points we've given up all season, which was 17 points. I just think we want to make sure that we all understand, we wrap our heads around what that was and and how remarkable that is. It's I still haven't – I haven't been stressed out enough this year. And I feel like that's going to come, that, that time is going to, to approach. But I'm used to having, like, three mini heart attacks <laughs> at minimum before this point in the season. Yeah. And – our defense is just not allowing anything like we get we get worked up when Tennessee gets a first down yeah like that's where we're at that's I that's agree. where we're at yeah. mentally and can, I felt and can that. we all just can yeah. we all just take a second and say holy crap like that is incredible <laughs> that all season long the way we see first downs now is how the old us aka the six months ago us saw yeah. touchdowns <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and so t- obviously that's an exaggeration to a to a degree but at the same time we're just like how is this Tennessee offense moving the ball on us and they have if they put together a 30-yard drive and we're just like freaking out <laughs> and we and we we hold them and had a had some great fourth down conversion but there's a uh, there is a Tenacity on this defense. Somebody, uh, there's another podcast that referred to our defense as gravity. Like we just were constant. <laughs> this defense is just constant and doesn't give up. And, and you got to be strong enough to with, withstand us. And nobody has been because yeah. because we, we we were talking, we were sitting there, and you finally just quit talking. You're like, okay, we need to start recording because we just started getting into everything <laughs> <laughs> just naturally. But um, but yeah. We're 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 just so consistent right now. We're not like I was telling you a minute ago. We're not missing any assignments. Our guys are exactly where they need to be every single time, and it's just incredible to watch. I
1: I knew that Tennessee was going to move the ball relatively well. I didn't think they were going to score in the first drive. That was one thing that I mean, you and I talked about it last week. But I mean, you you kind of said, hey, I think they're going to come down and and maybe we even get down excuse me, to, to start the game. And I, I really felt that we were going to kind of shut them down and then they might get a score maybe like early in the second quarter, late in the first quarter. Uh, but they came out with their, their hair on fire and they moved the ball down the field like at will. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, they were talking about right before the broadcast and, and something that basically broke right before the broadcast was we were dealing with the stomach flu. And guys like Jalen Carter – and I, I don't know about Jordan Davis, but like I think there was three or four key guys on the defense that had it, and then there was several other guys on the offense. So it's
0: you never know who who of the gr- crew had yeah. issues. Well, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because my my uh, my aunt was talking to me about it, which um, her her boys are my my cousins are up in Athens, and they were talking to me about it like at the beginning of the week that there's a bug like the flu's getting around in Athens bad, and so they were like. And oh, they then, were just it, talking about generally like around the campus. Yeah they're, yeah, yeah, they're like I think for his fraternity, it ran through his whole fraternity, like wiped them all out. So apparently, this has been like a thing going on, and um, and so Lots that of definitely of that of was of not of. what my heart needed right before the game started. <laughs> it's <laughs> like yeah, because and I actually thought about it because the guys coming off the bus, a lot more guys than normal wearing masks coming off the bus.
1: Yeah,
0: in yeah. that in that in a little in a uh, little video I was watching, and I was like, gosh, that's that's interesting. And, um, sure enough, there was a, there was a bug going around hit cook. He was on the sideline wearing, wearing one. A bunch of guys were on the sideline wearing yeah. them during yeah, the game. Cause they're just yeah. like, they ain't, they ain't trying to catch what, <laughs> what these boys got. <laughs> so, um, so it, 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 that was another thing that kind of got me like, it's a little things like that, that an older, a, a, a previous Georgia team could have succumbed to, and yeah. it could have, it could have put you in a bad, put you in a bad spot. Uh, but right now, man, we're just firing on all cylinders like we need to be.
1: Man, that is so funny. Lots of I, – I, I wonder how many of those players were like, man, can I get to halftime so I can run to the bathroom, coach? <laughs> like, I mean, don't you know? I mean, if you're playing football and you're sick and you already have to take that trip to the bathroom, <laughs> don't you know? I mean, that's a, that ain't fun, man. Uh, remember that Florida player who pooped himself that one time? <laughs>
0: I feel like we need uh, to bring that up annually. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Just sitting here talking, you know, just on the podcast talking about poop, but it is what it is. Uh, any chance we get to make fun of Florida, we're, we're going to take it. Um, yeah, man, there was the factor of that. And then, you know, on top of that, it's like Kirby was talking about something that a lot of us, including you and I, were discussing towards the end of the game. Um, was how we had our starters in when we were up 41 to 17 or 41 to 10 or whatever. You know, and basically Kirby was like, look, like, we had we had to play certain guys. Like, it wasn't like we had much of a choice because they had the travel roster, which was only 70 players, and obviously several of those guys are just reserves who are never going to play but have to be there kind of thing um, for the most part. And I don't know. Like, I think there's probably a fine line between whether or not he should have kept a guy like Devontae Wyatt in, who was literally spending half of the game on the on the ground. Um, and then you know he had guys like Jalen Carter who who were sick, and I think we pulled him at halftime. So I don't know, man. I mean, at that point, I think yes. I mean, you got to play who you got to play, but I gosh, man, at that point you just start putting offensive linemen on the defensive line. Like you just gotta keep bodies from dying on the field.
0: Well, Nealon showed up again because man, did we have guys dropping, and my heart was sinking every time. That was the longest second half of my life of my life cuz I'm just like why can't this game be over in that that freaking field just continue to to show it we talked about it last week and we talk about it every year that that place is freaking cursed it is a terrible place you know I thought that,
1: we had like literally killed it on in in 2017 when we blanked them 41 to nothing but I guess not
0: no so they um they <sighs> I was just I was so thankful. I've never been so happy for a game to be over. Yeah. Because this is because when Devontae went down that last time, I was like, oh my god, just please, for the love of everything, just let this game stop. Like, and he's, I, I and he's grabbing his knee too. oh I my, mean it's not yes, like he, exactly. You know. And it was a non. It was like almost a non-contact drop, and I'm just like, oh my god, please for everything, please be, please be okay. And we did find out that he is that he and. Nolan are good, and so hopefully, guys are recovering from the, the bug running around too. So, either way, was there way, anybody we made else?
1: It. Wasn't there like I feel like there was like a player Fitz... every
0: other play that went yeah, it down? It was there was every time Robert Beal went down one time, um, Tremel Walthour, he went yeah, down he did. one point. I mean, that that literally that third, fourth quarter, and fourth going into the fourth quarter, guys were dropping every other every at least every drive, they were guys were dropping on defense and um so anyway i it was just it was constant and i don't know what all i don't know what all was anything was cramping or what what everything was but it was something something's up with that place and they just it needs to stop because it's yeah. every time we go down there i don't know if another, i don't know <clears throat> if another team has to deal with that when they go there but because it's i know we talk what well, we talk about every year because i can pinpoint specific seasons or i can remember exactly what when stuff happens because it's so it's so ingrained in my mind but Neyland is a horrible yeah, place I mean, but
1: 20, 2013 was I mean you had uh, we had ACLs popping Scott Westley, left and right Keith, <laughs> Keith marshall yeah and two two ACL tears one MCL tear and then of course everybody remembers what happened to to Chubb in 2015 so yeah I mean I agree with you that's like it's the injuries that make me remember
0: these Tennessee games which sucks because um, yeah they're not because they're not good at football. So it's not the football. It's not the play on the field. (laughs) Yeah. Was it somebody
1: who sent out – did we send it out on our group text that it was like Tennessee's records versus SEC teams since Fulmer got fired? Have you seen that? I don't know if I have, but I do – I think about it now, and it's probably a pretty good number. Oh, my gosh. Like they have – like first of all, they have like barely any wins against any relevant team in the SEC, and then they – had like a competitive seven and five against Vanderbilt. Uh, Jesus. The only team they had a dominating series against was Kentucky. Other than that, they just Tennessee's been pretty much irrelevant. I would say that after Kiffin left and burned that place to the ground, which he did he did the Lord's work in that. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> but, he did uh, leave them in shambles. Yeah. Oh gosh. Anyway, that's uh yeah, Tennessee Tennessee football's in a bad place and I'm 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 fine with it. I will say I think that Heupel, it will make it a little bit more relevant, but he's not going to be – like Tennessee's just simply not going to be able to recruit like they used to. And I think everybody was so scared that we were going to fall into the same situation, but they're they're simply just surrounded by teams that are going to get recruits over them. I mean, and the same thing, you know, we're surrounded by teams that are also super relevant, but also we have – Gotten to a point where we're so good at recruiting and or winning on the field, Tennessee just is barely taking everybody's scraps, and they have Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, obviously us, uh, North Carolina's recruiting better, so and Kentucky's recruiting better, Ohio state to the north. So anyway, it's uh, Tennessee's in a, in a in a bad spot across the board, and uh, I'm thankful.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's just be thankful. Yes. <laughs> Well, uh, we've we've been gushing a little bit. So, um, defensively, like I said, I'm just kind of just kind of wrap up my thought. We talked about the, the we talked about linebacker play. Uh, we talked about I gave you the over under four and a half sacks last week, and I I definitely I definitely won that one. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, hey, you know what we ought to
1: do is. Uh, Either one of us, we alternate, and one of us will come up with a some sort of prop bet like that, or something like that, and just have a ten dollar a week thing, and just and we'll just have a running balance. Okay, (laughs) so all right,
0: well, this you be you be thinking of yours for for this week. Um, we can start it but, next year, but like, let's just like theoretically, I owe you ten dollars, okay? All okay, right? theoretically, that, <laughs> that, that that by hypothetical money. Uh, um, but our our guys, and, and, and really, it, it ended up coming down to that. We just had to figure out what did this, what did this offense, what was the scheme going to be? And they really, uh, they could not run the ball on us at all, and uh, really only came down to some deep deep shots down. They had some deep shots down the field, but nothing nothing really too crazy that I was too uncomfortable with. I mean they hit they had some of those drives that just kind of kept going and going, but the uh, time of possession was pretty well split in this game but man once our defense got their feet up under them we, we we kept them at bay. There just wasn't really a whole lot that they could do. their offense is fast. Hooker, they once the, these team this team is very different. I, I, be- I beg to say that this team is the whole this Tennessee team right now is a lot different than what they were even when they played Alabama. I mean, I think their, their offense has kind of figured out that rhythm because this whole offense is super complicated in the fact of just how quickly it moves and getting the plays down mm. and getting it into a rhythm that you feel comfortable with. But now those guys are in sync. And, it, I mean, it's, it's a very interesting thing to watch, but it's so – once we had it figured out, and that's the thing, you get a couple stops. And that's the same thing Alabama did when they played them. You get a couple stops and slow this down. Excuse me. It, they, ha- they have to live on momentum. They have to live yeah. on you playing to their speed, mm-hmm. and we just we just stopped it. We didn't really give them a chance. We were able to we were able to penetrate. We were able to get pressure on Hooker to not allow him to make those threats, those passes that were so effective against Kentucky, and um, because they were scoring like two three play drives the whole game against Kentucky. Kentucky had no, no plan for what that they were going to throw at him. and we were able to really slow him down. And they put pressure on our our secondary. I think our secondary got a good test this week. That Tillman guy caught some amazing balls.
1: I mean, yeah, I was just looking. I did not realize this. He had two hundred
0: yards. Receiving. Oh yeah, he caught he caught all those big passes. Every big pass was to him. Yeah, good for him. I so mean, I just I just felt I I felt like we we really defensively, this was one of the better showings of our defense in terms of grasping this concept on the fly. And not really giving it any any sort of uh, credence down the down the line.
1: It kind of reminded me of their their offensive game plan, their designs. I mean, and and what's his name? Heifel. is that his name? Heifel. Heifel. You called him Heifel the other day. Now I, I called I'm him call- Heifel, and I messed you up.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, Heifel is like, you know, he he is. I did not realize that he was a quarterback at Oklahoma when they won the national championship, and uh, in 2000. And I mean, dude, hey, I I had no clue. It, he looks a lot different than he did back in the day. Time has not been his friend. <laughs> uh, but let me just say, I, his play design, all that is brilliant. It kind of reminds me of Lincoln Riley's system. Um, honestly, it's kind of similar to how Gus Malzahn in the past is done. I mean, except for, it's basically like what Malzahn did, but more of a a passing version of it, obviously. Um, Malzahn's, I mean, he's always been a running, a running uh, offense coordinator, but I think the difference is what they have been able, and and I think I've read this somewhere, but what they do with these kind of fast paced passing offenses is, is basically lure you into trying to get into a shootout. And one, we weren't going to do that. We weren't going to be trying to, to go super fast-paced because we, we, once we decided we were going to play our game and we settled in and then made – so basically it all turned off of we tied the ball game up, they got the ball back, and then basically the tide completely turned our way for the rest of the game once Darion Kendrick got that interception. And then we scored shortly thereafter. And I give, give that guy credit. Like that dude, uh, first of all, there was early in the game. He he had a couple of he gave up a couple of bad bad passes. He recovered, and I don't think we saw him the rest of the night. Which is how we used to talk about DeAndre Baker. It's like man, we didn't even hear his name on the on the out uh, the PA system or whatever. Like yeah, I mean if if you're a cornerback and the the guy the announcer never says your name, you're, you're doing something right. But Darion had a great game, and then we yeah we we had that stop, and was that. Was that whenever Bennett threw the corner right after that, or was that uh whenever he ran it in to go up seventeen to ten? I got I got the dang scoring plays like right in front of me. I don't know why. I'm... <laughs> yeah, so that was whenever he ran it in, which was also hey, let's. That was a that was a solid play because it was a busted play.
0: Oh yeah, we're, going, he, we're definitely gonna give him some we're gonna give him some credit for sure. He um, he
1: he uh he had a couple of rushers on him on that play and uh, <laughs> free free oh, yeah. free rushers and made a play. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll obviously get to the quarterback situation per per uh per usual uh weekly weekly quarterback situation. But anyway, I let me just say what we did defensively and how we recovered. And just kind of stood our ground. We didn't change our offensive philosophy. We didn't. We didn't get sucked into the shootout situation. I think they took a lot of really good management by our, our coaching staff, but it also took a lot of patience from our players. And once they saw a guy, you know, draw blood and make a play like Kendrick did, then they was just, hey, let's let's do this thing. Let's dominate, and we did.
0: It was it was a very <sighs> we, we needed to get we needed to get pop. And um, and I think the the question comes to now. A lot of people are saying, well, Georgia hadn't played anybody. Georgia still hadn't played – Georgia hasn't played anybody of substance, hasn't done anything like that. And I was like, I don't I don't care if we've played anybody of substance or not. We've beat the hell out of everybody we've played. I think we have just <laughs> – we have dismantled everybody that we have played so far. And um, and I think our defense is smothering. I mean, no one can breathe when it comes to our, our defense. I mean, there is just – there is no – the line collapses, that offensive line that everybody talks about with Tennessee was what Cade made, was, was getting thrown around like a ragdoll. Both the Mays were useless, and we <laughs> we we just really were able to keep them on their heels, which they were finally figuring out how to not do. I think this offense is going to be interesting. I think this Tennessee team is going to pull out some big wins over the next couple of years. But kind of what you're saying, is Hypel the name that's going to really – Draw in these players and and create that culture of winning in the in the SEC. Are they going to become the Ole Miss? Are they going to become the people that are kind of hanging around? Mm-hmm. And are they going to make that step that step up kind of deal? And um, because at the same time that that spot right now for number two in the East is wide open. I mean, there's, there's I mean it's it's kind of open to whoever wants to take it at yeah. this point because at it's show enough. Moment, who
1: who is who is number two right now? I mean, you, you have to. I mean, Tennessee's
0: got a, a a chance to say that they're that they're there with the way they're playing, but Kentucky uh, because it sure enough ain't Florida. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Florida ain't second. number two.
1: Hey, remember that time that they they let Sanford score? What was it, fifty-two points? <laughs> oh, man. I remember
0: very vividly. We were we were talking about it before we got started, and you were talking about how you were you were hoping that Sanford was going to pull it off and. I also wanted them to pull it off, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, gosh, I don't want them to lose to Sanford and then fire Dan Mullen. I just need (laughs) him to, I want it, I need it, I need to get one more season out of him. I don't think I get any more than that, but I need one more season out of him because, oh man, this is good stuff. This is real good. (laughs) This is, this is as bad as good. Having a 10 0 season and watching them just literally on fire is a just, oh, it's the best Christmas present I could ever ask for.
1: <laughs> well, I think that my my in my opinion, I I would love for Dan Mullen to be there because every every Georgia fan, I mean, it's like we were talking about before we play Florida. It's like no Georgia fan, fan in their right mind would choose Dan Mullen over Kirby Smart. No, like no way. But Dan Mullen at Florida has never really. I've never really thought it was a threat. I mean, of course, we lost to them last year. We don't we don't talk about it a whole lot, but ev- I think everybody knew very quickly that that was because Florida just had this basically a fluke of an offense, just inc- like having had incredible. I don't came out of nowhere, and then they we knew they every I think everybody knew that they were going to turn back to being irrelevant uh, for the rest of, the, of Dan Mullen's tenure there, and of course we want him to keep being there, but at the same time. How sweet would it have been to know that Florida would have lost lost to to an FCS team that was four four and eight I mean something like that is that not four and eight four and six maybe no four and four I don't know whatever they were <laughs> math is hard <laughs> uh, but anyway they had a losing season and coming in that game and scored fifty plus points on them yeah I mean it would have been hilarious if they
0: lost and and to see them celebrating the way they were after that game oh that was um, that
1: was the best part
0: (laughs) and dan to just be so excited about them pulling that off and uh
1: yeah you and i talked about it beforehand but like he was like he had a reporter that was like uh does this feel like it was a loss like and all that he's like what are you talking about man like that's a disrespect to the game of football we won this game baby (laughs) like just like
0: Uh, yep you did you sure did and you're clearing the way You're clearing the way for everybody else. Miami is becoming the powerhouse of the state of Florida, and it's just – And they lost (laughs) to Florida State, so, I mean, how Uh, did you,
1: in a million years, when we were growing up, did you ever imagine that Miami, Florida, and Florida State were just bottom of the barrel – teams this this i mean like even in this century like ever never would have and thought that all especially them, especially no, no i was way. about
0: to say all all three of them at the same time yeah to the degree that they are now yeah i mean because we wouldn't have even said this at the beginning of the season we're like well florida's in a whole lot better shape than miami and florida state and <laughs> that ain't the case and they and all three of
1: them have won national championships in, in the last uh 20
0: years miami was barely but yeah the last 20 years we've uh we, we got some work to do because we can't let them see the light of day anymore they have had quite the fall from grace uh and so it's it's a beautiful thing to watch uh to, to say at least especially being this close to tallahassee and uh having to having to have those types of conversations on a regular basis but i hope we hold the ground here we hold the line so. i always
1: forget that you have have to deal with that and it's I'm sorry. Like I, have to, I if, have to
0: deal with I have to deal with surprising amount of Florida and Florida State, and so. Uh, but anyway, we're not here to worry about that because right now I don't have to deal with any of it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's literally that's the last thing that I even have to worry about.
1: Well, I bet you have Florida State fans like, ah, oh, well, we won the national championship in 2013. It's like no, per- they that, all that just, might as well have been a hundred years ago.
0: Every Florida State fan around here is like, what is football? <laughs> they just don't. They don't. They don't care whatsoever. They're they, like
1: at the point they don't even watch the games on Saturday. Notre
0: Dame, that Notre Dame game got them a little too hyped up, where they they showed out for that one game, yeah. and then everything else imploded. But um, let me tell but, you,
1: I wish that we, I wish we had Jermaine Johnson back. Right about. Oh that. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: I think Jermaine Johnson wishes he was back too because yeah, this was. <laughs> I mean, he's a, I mean, he is he is their best defender right now. Uh, he is the best guy on defense he's their best player period oh yeah for sure for sure but uh anyway where
1: where, where were we here
0: Uh, i think i think we were talking about how good our defense was but we uh i'm I'm proud of what our defense has done and and even through (laughs) it was actually funny gary danielson had the best comment of the night when they asked well what's the What's the flaw that you see with this Georgia defense? And he said that he kind of sat there for a second. and He said the stomach flu. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, Gary said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think it. I think it was on like a, a post game thing, but um. But I was like, okay, you you normally don't say things that I care about, but that was pretty funny. And um.
1: Well, let me just say that first drive that Tennessee. I mean, I felt like. I mean, yes, there was the stomach flu factor but I and, and there was the hey you got to get off the bus factor but man I was a little concerned I mean we just looked like we just didn't know what hit us and and they were driving at will
0: well and, and I knew and I, you have to expect that with just how because Nealon was pumped up man it was it was a loud environment Um even hearing people talk about it after the game they said it started out that way but it was definitely not the loudest environment that they've ever heard in that stadium, and it was a cold day. So for us, it's the coldest game we've played so far. It was. We're dealing with the stomach bug. We're not real sure. You just don't know what you're walking into, Because yeah. you, you you hear all this about the offense, and and um and Tennessee is one of the best teams in the country at scoring in the first quarter. Their numbers are. Remarkable. If you go back and look, I can't remember what their stats are, but they're like top five, ten percent in the country in scoring in the first quarter because yeah. like, they just because you, you have that scripted drive, you know, you are starting on your twenty five, and you have that drive mapped out to the T. And they are one of the that's best a at that's it. a really good point. Yeah, they, so they, they have so, that
1: first one down in the I mean detail,
0: and they and they've done it almost the entire season. So that yeah. so they're good because of how they operate. They know because once they hit go, everything's on their terms because they know exactly when they're starting, they know exactly what's happening. And so that was that was what we saw that first drive. And I was also concerned, but then to see us come back and punch right back. Offense on the offense be able to come down and do what we wanted to do. Yeah. That changes the whole mindset it's like okay, we're we know they had a bad defense, but we still needed to come out there and make a statement on the offensive side of the ball. And we did that. And so that that kind of gives your defense some juice getting back out there. They, they kick a field goal, but then at that point you could see we were starting to make those adjustments, defense. We were making adjustments, but that defense was really just in my in my opinion was really starting to get their bearings on what they were actually looking at. They were really starting they had because you have to get you had to get a cadence for that. You got to get you've got to understand what kind of speed are you actually dealing with because you can watch it on tape, but until you have to finish a play, get up, be in your stance and ready to go in your defensive formation that's getting called out to you, in less than twenty seconds. In less than, I think they average almost right at twenty seconds in between plays, which is incredible. Like from from tackle to to snap, that's incredibly fast, yep. and that's how they were moving. In some situations, a whole lot less than that. And so our guys having to understand, okay, we've got to how we have to move and how we have to be consistently on the ball, you, even when we make a big play. <laughs> uh, uh, Nakobe was doing his his usual celebration, and, I, and he watching somebody is grabbing him. He he sacks quarterback, and somebody grabs his, his collar and just pulls him because they're lining back up to we get the next play. <laughs> it was like chanting or somebody's pulling him, like get back over here. And um, but the, but once we got zoned in, the defense was was yeah. was unstoppable.
1: God, dude, I I love all those guys. I don't know. <laughs> this is I I have this uh just attachment that I took to this defense that I, I haven't felt since the 2017 defense. And that was, you know, that was kind of another level with, with Roquan being over there. But at the same time, like there's guys everywhere on this defense that I just love. I mean, you got your Jordan Davises, you got your Nakobe Deans, you got Lewis scenes, and I mean hell, Chris Smith had a great game. We haven't even talked about the fact that dude just completely changed positions in the middle of the game. Dan Jackson came in and took his spot at the free safety. Uh, and and damn Chris Smith was like, Yeah, I'll just play Star, no big deal. <laughs> like and then he dominated. He was so good there. And I don't I would I would have never thought that honestly Brini was off, man. Dude was yeah. Dude was not playing well, and Smith came in and dominated that game. I feel like top to bottom, this 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 squad just the stuff like what you're just talking about. It's not just the talent and the execution; it's the maturity there. You know, when they're talking about like uh, Kirby mentioned about uh, after the game, he was talking about uh, how there was we beat Missouri like 43 to six, I think is what it was, and he was like, "Yeah, like I we we beat Missouri and." And, you know, we, we beat them like 40-6 or 43-6 to, six, 40, to six or whatnot. And, you know, then, you know, right after the game, before I even started to talk, we had Quay Walker stand up and, and talk about, hey, that's not how we were supposed to approach a game. And then another guy stood up and talked. And, and so we've got these leaders on this team that you just, we just honestly, let's be honest, we hadn't seen that in a long time. I mean, 2018 was one of those teams that you saw had the talent to win it all, no doubt. And just did not have that leadership ability, and now we see all of it kind of coming together. And this is a team that's not only got the leadership ability, but it's also seasoned. So I'm I'm just trying
0: really hard not to get, get too excited, <laughs> trying not to tear up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and and that's why, and and we'll get to the offense. I mean, we're thirty 38 minutes into this um that's why a lot of people are, are anxious right now a lot of people are getting worked up because this defense is so this is so it's a, such a generational defense that it's like we can't miss our shot because mm-hmm. you you told me this beforehand and we've, we've talked about it after this season they all gone <laughs> i mean there's so many of these guys that are going to be gone and we'll we'll get to those those names when that time comes but man um We've got a special squad right now, and, and that's the thing is, kind of as, as a segue here, the is our offense ready to be what it needs to be to help this defense win the, the, the big game? Which for us, we've got two games coming up this week. We've got Charleston Southern, we've got Georgia Tech, and then we've got the SEC Championship on the, on the 4th of December. And more than likely after everything that happened in this crazy weekend of football, It's going to be Alabama. So we're looking at playing Bama again in the SEC championship game, which, to be honest, is going to prove to show to us what what we really are. Who are we as a team? And, um, so let's look at the offensive side of the ball. Um, we, we, we touched on this a little bit, but I want to give you, uh, we touched, I guess, before we started, but, um, Everybody, I I give you I give you hell a little bit about your 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 cook takes and then how he has shown up this year, so um so what were I'm what sorry were you... I'm
1: trying to find where we rank on. I'm, I apologize I've, I was I was like kind of half listening half trying to figure this out. Most people
0: treat me that way so that's fine.
1: <laughs> Let me see if I can get this work. I'm trying to figure out where we rank offensively scoring points. Okay, so we're we 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 have scored and this is. Uh, college football reference sport reference com or whatnot great website uh, I, I think yeah it's a great website we use it all the time and I, I think this is accurate but we are the 11th scoring offense in the country at 38 point seven points a game so I'm, at this point so we've got a top 11 one well we've got the number one scoring defense in the country at seven point six games I mean, excuse me seven point six points per game um, which has jumped up again <laughs> <laughs> pissed off how
0: could we <laughs>
1: and then we had the number 11 scoring offense in the country and, and 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 people keep on talking like we haven't played anybody i don't, I don't know who these people are are the idiots and and the funny thing is we play all these teams who are ranked we've beaten i think either four or five ranked teams this year and three of those i know were in the top 11 in the country. Yes, we know that Clemson is not near as good as we thought they were. We know that Auburn's not quite as good as we thought they were. But at the same, at the time, they were they were good. They were ranked. There was a reason they were ranked. And we make them unranked is what we do. <laughs> okay. But anyway, it, it's not like this offense. This offense has been highly productive. And I apologize. I was trying to find that. I was trying to find it on ESPN. And ESPN sucks. And so anyway, I had to change websites.
0: Well, and. And I've I've struggled with that too because man we're we're beating guys are we are we a pass raid just crazy stat offense no because we don't have to be and that's the thing it's like why we, a we haven't even had our receivers until here very recently like our full receiving core so we're not gonna air it out. Especially when we don't need to. Because for yeah. us, if we can control the line of scrimmage and actually run the ball, this week we had our best run game that we've had in a while with over what was it, over 250 yards. It was – how many you – you've you got your websites up. What, what was our number?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I just choked on my drink. <laughs> it was like uh, – actually, we had like 270, I think. Uh, well, now i got to go back to ESPN. <laughs> yeah, 270, 274.
0: This is a really cutting-edge production here. Uh, so <laughs> it's sitting, it's have, sitting
1: here – Choking on my drink and <laughs> swapping websites halfway talking to my co-host here. Well, hey, you I, did you did
0: a you did a great job on that. Um, our our guys have just Cook had a phenomenal game. Uh, we really ran the ball well, and I think Munkin did a great job calling this game offensively. I felt like we had a great we 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 really were creative in how we ran the ball. Um, honestly, we were our pace was almost as good as it's not better than Tennessee's and how they were moving the ball for a lot of those drives i felt like we were moving faster in some situations there was actually that one drive where van pran we were moving the ball we were running and we were we were we were just chopping them up and we were kind of running a little fast paced offense and you could you could see him he was just waving guys in he was like come on come on he was like waving them in and then there was some Tennessee dude laying on laying down trying to yeah. slow down the offense because we were just we were cutting them up, I mean left and right. And um, is he
1: not turning into? I think he's turning into my favorite like offensive lineman.
0: He's he's it's great. Did you did you see
1: that video of him absolutely running over people? <laughs> he it, it, I think it was on a pulling play or something, and he was like lead blocking, and dude just absolutely hammers a defender. <laughs> And he just slant pancakes him, and then just like he's he's kind of ha- – remember that – you know that gif of David Andrews after we score against like Auburn? that He's like waving his arms in the air or whatever. It was, he did the same thing, and then he did it again whenever Stetson had a big run. At one point, I'm just like, dude, this guy's just hype right now. Like, it, <laughs> I love it. It, it. I mean, I think – I don't know. McClendon's probably, I think, top to bottom. I think he is our – well, i say Sawyer's been damn good this year. He's yeah. he's, he's yeah. somewhat underappreciated because I think a lot of people knew that he was supposed to be good, and then you didn't really hear his name very well. He worked his tail off coming in the season and has played very well. Obviously, he's been hurt uh, in the last couple of games. But, yeah, man, McClendon's been awesome, but Cedric Van Praan needs his time. If we can get our guards straight, because, man, our guard's early. Warren Erickson, who was also sick, Warren Erickson got his tail whooped the whole time that he was in there so trust trust played pretty well trust should never play tackle ever because he's much better at guard from what i saw this past weekend i don't care if there's that's if that's my sample size that's that's fine because that's all i need to go by
0: right and and there was um there were some situations that they were able to get uh that tennessee's pass rush was able to get through and cause stetson to have to roll out and make some plays with his legs and And get out of those pressure situations when and we had and they had a couple sacks and and uh which we don't haven't seen much this season Stetson has not been sacked very often but uh for the most part in those situations he was able to make some moves with his legs but offensive line play I feel like when you've got guys sick and you just kind of and we don't have Sawyer we didn't really put we didn't really need to put him in so you're kind of you're we weren't at our we weren't at 100% on our offensive line. I thought they did a pretty good job. And then obviously if you're going to run for 270 yards, uh we it was a good it was a good day on the offensive line uh considering everything that was going on. Um, but running backs cook uh cook had a hat trick. Uh some of it was on the ground, some of it was in the air. I'm sorry,
1: you were bringing him up to me earlier Right. Whenever I was trying to sorry. Apologize. Right right right. But I'll just go ahead and I was, I take I told you about. I was halfway listening, man. No <laughs> you're,
0: you're halfway. You're halfway. Uh, but Cook had a, had a phenomenal game. I think Munkin uh, it really called the perfect game for him. And on that one touchdown, the beautiful touchdown pass by Stetson to Cook, hit him right in stride. That was the most simple Decision of Stetson's life, he, he, <laughs> Cook right on that linebacker. Yep. <laughs> it yep. was just the Line linebacker, Easy. and it was it, when you got one on one in that situation. It's not even a question. It doesn't matter what else is happening on that field. Cook is going to win that every single time, and and so Munkin really just did a great job with him. And I thought we were finally starting to. Um, and somebody said this too. They were talking about Cook is really stepping up and. Uh, and then a lot of it too. Somebody somebody was saying that really a lot of the play calling, Munkin's play calling for Cook when he's out there, the the playbook just opens wide. I mean, there's just there's just so many more options. He's doing such a, be, a lot better job of just keeping things. There, there's any we can do pretty much anything when he's out there on the field, and he's an entirely different kind of weapon. And so, uh, and I hate that for like when we got Zeus in there because Zeus, they've everybody's pretty much got it dialed in. It's going to be between the tackles. And they really zone in when Zeus is when Zeus is out there. Zeus but,
1: is and and Zeus is obviously the better pass blocker as well. Right. Yes. Yeah. And
0: that's, that's and so uh, when when Cook's out there, he's he's obviously a different style weapon. But but Zeus is definitely a better pass blocker. But they had but really running the ball all, uh, running the ball was was great on, on Saturday um, when you can run the ball at uh, on your uh, away and and control that line of scrimmage, your your chances of winning uh, skyrocket. So that's what yep. we saw. On, that's what we saw on Saturday.
1: Yeah, two two seventy four against Tennessee in Neyland Stadium. James Cook goes over hundred yards for the first time since, uh, or for for the second time overall, for the first time since South Carolina last year. Uh, three touchdowns in the game. I think I think that's a career high. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, two three touchdowns. I mean, that's pretty pretty uh, uh, unusual. And obviously, we're very happy. I'm I'm very happy to see us utilizing him very well. And you and I talked about it beforehand, but the guy, I, I, and 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 I hope people have seen that I've changed my tune on him because I really do think I've seen a different James Cook here in the last five or six games, and am happy to say that. I mean, I've you know, I'm never, I'm never gonna wish anything. I'm never gonna wish that he's buried on the death chart or anything like that. I think he's always had the talent and the athletic ability. I think you and I talked about my my, my biggest knock on him was. You know, I don't need him to be a Nick Chubb and and run over everything in his path kind of thing. You know, uh, the guy's not the bully ball kind of guy. But I need him to be able to not go down to solo tackle, a hand tackle, you know. And and we saw that. And it's, I mean, you know, it's not like I'm sitting here just making stuff up. I mean, this is stuff that I've seen with my own eyes. It's not like I don't have this personal beef with, with James Cook, you know. But it is what it is. I've seen this guy just go down so easily for majority of his career, and and not be very effective because of that. And I think recently I've seen, especially this year. I mean, he's been productive in the past. Like he had some good games last year. He had a great game against South Carolina this this earlier this year. But we've seen a switch. We've seen a switch go off in his head, and I feel like he's turned a corner. And uh, I've seen a different James Cook, and I'm happy to say it. And, and the dude is. I've always thought that he was going to be this elite weapon, but I just you know we're finally seeing flashes or glimpses of what he can do, and so I'm I'm happy I'm happy for him, man. I, I think he's I think he's going to continue to be a weapon for us, and we're going to need him because as Zeus, it's like you said, Zeus, Zeus is pretty one dimensional. I hate to say it, but the guy's just not. He's not a third down. If he's in there on on third down, he's in there to pass pro, like we're talking about. So. I still love Kenny Mack, too. I mean, the guys—he didn't run quite as well this past game, but he—I uh, mean, he had—he—he had—he did a, have a couple of decent yardage pickups. But um, still, love Kenny Mack. I just our running back room top to bottom, and then you add Stetson into it. All in all, we're gonna have a good running attack, and we and we need to keep that up because whoever we play in the SEC championship, looking like Bama, it's not gonna be as easy to just start airing it out. Period. And so we're gonna have we cannot become one-dimensional against an Alabama. So anyway, we're gonna have to keep it that running attack, and hopefully we can. And obviously, we got a couple of easy games coming up. You know, you hate to say that against one of uh, one of them gonna be against our one of our bigger rivals, but they suck. So uh, anyway, I, we can keep talking about the offense. I'm not trying to push into that because there's there's no preview for Charleston Southern. If anybody's wondering, sorry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're we're uh, we're not too too uh too worried about that, but but the uh I think from 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 a passing perspective because I think we've talked about the the running game I was proud of it this past weekend and our, and of our how our offensive line allowed us to, to have that that type of game and guys just showed up but and also how we use the running backs I think was a big deal the way we were putting those guys in space and. Stetson getting the ball to them. They were able to make some big plays. I think that was that was huge to then free up some plays down the field. But talking about that, what was another, 200, was it 251? Was that what our passing yards were for the game? Uh, or two, I feel like that was uh, two, were the numbers. 215, two 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 two, 213, 213. 213. I thought it was – I knew it was a 215 or a two a – two, there was one in there. I couldn't remember what it was. There was, a, anyway. there was a two and a one and a <laughs> – and and I want to say this too. Um say I have and I'm gonna. The here's my thing about Stetson Bennett. And and Stetson Bennett, he balled out on Saturday. The guy showed out and put us into some incredible situations. The guy did not have a perfect game and I would like to remember the last quarterback that we've ever had play for the University of Georgia that had a perfect um throwing the ball and didn't Are You talking about over- Grayson Lambert? Yeah, forgot about him wow what an icon what an icon hey
1: you're talking uh, about a perfect game and he, he misses what he went 24 for 25 the NCAA never never mention his
0: name to me again so and, hey if that's a benchmark Chansey if that's a benchmark is that what we're uh, shooting for yeah we're, we just want to get back to Grayson Lambert status that's what we really want as a as a country um oh God. anyway uh Lord have mercy, taking me back to a bad place. The the way that we are approaching our games offensively, you just said it a few minutes ago. We're the number 11 scoring offense in the country. When you pair that with, with the top scoring defense in the country, um, that's a good recipe. That that means good things because that means there's a big gap between the number of points we score and the number of points that they score. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it <laughs> has been true the whole year. Yes, right.
0: And 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 if you look at the top teams right now in the country, and that that is shifting all the time because guys teams are losing and, and it's just super all entertaining the
1: place. year of college football. Oh my god, I, and I'm also the, very appreciative that we
0: are not in the middle of the crap storm. You know, that's saying. what I'm, that's what I'm, I love watching this from the outside. Yep. And there are some well, – I'll get to that second. a second. The, the, we are – we're not putting up crazy numbers throwing the ball. We haven't had to. And I need to I – I really need to reiterate that. Am I saying that Stetson Bennett is the best talent that we've ever seen at Georgia? <laughs> no. I don't think he is. But right now, for what we're trying to do, if you mean to tell me that we're going to put a guy in who has not started as many games, like I'm not saying JT can't be a better talent. But why in God's name? would we change what we are doing right now I, there is not an argument <laughs> there is not an argument if we get into a situation that we need to put him in we'll put him in we just went into Neyland stadium and beat tennessee 41 to 17 yeah like can we just sit here and just take that in we are 10 and 0 we are 8 and 0 in the sec <clears throat> Like let's just let's just let's just take all this in. Stetson threw some incredible balls down the field during this game. Threw some he threw some passes over the middle, which people think he couldn't do that. He threw some some passes over the middle. He was hitting guys. We had we he was Dude, he he was he doing some incredible. Hey number five, Eddie Mitchell, man showed Ooh. out. Great showed out. Great game had and he is he's hitting stride. Jermaine had a couple of great catches. Bowers had a great catch, and obviously we had the the pitch to him. The dudes of the dude's a weapon. We've got weapons all over the field.
1: I, I, when I, if, if I, if I come back to this earth, I want to come back as Brock Bowers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dude's a monster. And, um, and Stetson took, there were some times during this game, like I said, we were, our offensive line, we got guys sick. We got guys not in the best situation. Pass protection would break down. We score a touchdown on a very underrated play i mean the that was not a stetson has is literally trying to roll out of the pocket stops on a dime cuts directly back into running
1: into the rush too there are two guys that are coming down on him.
0: stops literally on a dime and then cuts back in and goes down and scores a touchdown has to avoid multiple guys couple of third down situations he gets the third down when no one else could and makes those plays that we have got to have in those situations because you look down the field. I don't care who's throwing the ball. Nobody's getting a ball into those hands the way in some of those situations were.
1: And then the funny thing is what you're talking about earlier, like people people are just freaking out so much about this is our year, we gotta take advantage of this. And they're watching Stetson play and I think they just everybody just gets it's it's because everybody's on edge and it is the most hyper criticized performance you've ever seen. Does, is is Stetson perfect? No. Does, is it ugly sometimes? Yeah, it's ugly sometimes. Sometimes I kind of like it. <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> I, hey, you know. But at the same time, I'm just not. What he did with his legs saved us probably four sacks in that game compared to if JT was back there. And I I feel like people and people are talking about how well JT. You know, reads the field better, and he was—he's more—he's a better pure passer. He's going to be able to dump it off, and I think they're probably right about some of that. But and, and to a certain extent, I don't, I'm not saying Stetson. I think Stetson can see the field fine. I, he's short, but aside from that, I think he's making proper decisions, making some very mature decisions, and 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 going through the process. But at the same time, so what I'm saying is. People are talking about yes, the X Factor Stetson, he's got legs. The X Factor with JT's, he's got an arm. He's got you know accuracy and whatnot. But and people are thinking like, oh, we would have scored fifty two if we played you know a couple of extra touchdowns or so if we played JT or whatever. And it's like I really don't think so. I think it kind of evens out for the for the most part. I think you may have made some bigger passing plays, but you would have gotten lost yards and got behind the chains. And who knows if that happens early in the game? If we're if we're down if we're down seven to nothing and we don't and, and Stetson, Stetson had a couple of runs on that first drive that we had to go down and score. Say say that doesn't happen. Say JT gets flushed and gets sacked, or if he gets sacked in the pocket, we go down 7 to nothing. then uh, then Tennessee goes down and scores another touchdown or kicks a field goal and goes up 10 to nothing. I mean, who knows how that, that game would have turned out. So I think it's one of those things that I think it's not even a pick your poison thing. It's like We've got strengths on both sides, and I don't think there's a reason for us to be trying to have this inner fan base feud about our quarterbacks.
0: Well, the the thing that makes me gets me a little frustrated about the whole thing is we have, we got people that talk about the number like the number of yards he's throwing the ball for. Like he's only throwing for. T- over 200 yards or whatever the case is. We're not putting up 400 yards, something like that. We don't have to throw the ball in the second half. Like there's, there's a whole half of football that we don't even have to. He's, he is like one of the lowest. We're we're looking like triple option quarterbacks that have to throw the ball less than him in the, in the second half of ball games, because there is zero need to, because we are already (laughs) beating teams by 30 freaking points. Yeah. When we're getting into the second and the second half of the game. And I'm not. I'm not saying like, like I said. If if there comes a situation that we need to put JT in, I want to put JT in. I'm not dogging JT, but I'm not saying why don't we not dog the quarterback that's gotten us to ten and 0 Like yeah. I mean that that's that, that's what I'm struggling with. It's like we're not the guy's not doing a lot of stuff to um, to put us in bad situations. Has he had some? Has he had some interceptions? Yeah, he's had some interceptions. Usually they're on a, a bad deep ball, so it's basically a punt that he throws the ball deep down the field, and yes, it's a, and it's a pick, and we shouldn't have had, it was a bad throwing ball, but we have had plenty of quarterbacks throw some pretty bad balls over the years. And so it's about how does our defense respond? We got a pretty damn good defense, didn't know if you know, but we have, but our offense has got some weapons right now, and we're starting, to they're starting to get healthy, and we're starting to use them. We saw it this past weekend that our, I don't even think we have really gotten to the second half of our playbook. I really do think we have got some pretty special stuff that we are saving <laughs> because we saw we're glimpses. Well yeah. we, we saw some glimpses of what we can do this past weekend. And, I, man, I'm, I'm excited because if we get to a situation that we need JT, I want JT to come in there. I want JT to come. But don't be dogging the quarterback that gets us to where we're at right now. That's the thing that upsets me the most. Man, We we're, we're in such a special situation right now. We are in yeah, such a special place. To, to me, it's not even that Stetson is being just good
1: enough, though, you know? Right. I, I feel like he's playing at a level where I'm, I'm past the point of calling him just, just just a game manager. I think he's putting oh us in God. position to win games, you know? It's not like a I well, I mean, like athletically. I don't think it's like a this guy's just dumping it off to our playmakers because, like you were talking about, I mean, we just finally got to a point where we actually have a full wide receiving core – that's playing a football game, you know, and so I, I don't know this it's, this it's,
0: guy. This guy made Lad McConkey look like the best wide receiver in college football <laughs> <laughs> earlier in the season, and I love Ladd, and I think the guy's balling out too. Yeah, and so man. it's it's just, man, it is a and and I and I do and I I can I can empathize with the thought process of why people are just struggling right now. It's like this is our chance. This defense is special like this this is everybody's on edge because we know this is the best chance we've got to do the whole thing to go and win the whole thing but guys we're 10 and oh we're 10 and oh and we haven't had to push ourselves because we have played so well so far and we need to be thankful that we are where we're at and we have done what and it's not because we've had lucky breaks (laughs) to get to 10 and oh we have beat the hell out of everybody we've played yeah and and like you said is it not the prettiest thing Absolutely not. But you go back and look at some of those, those Alabama teams and LSU teams, they, they had games that were shaky. There was stuff that, that nobody liked about it. And are we doing it in the way that it may be typically done? No. But nobody has our defense. Nobody has yeah. what we have on that side of the ball. And, and it's a whole team effort. Our special teams is playing lights out right now, punt team, everything we're doing there. We're doing a great job on that front. And so it's like, we're not even talking about the whole team effort here. And Stetson is doing a great job. He's not, he's absolutely not a game manager. He hit the nail on the head. It's a point that's gotta be brought up. And so I, I get frustrated that we're not giving the guy who led us to so far a 10 and O season and not give him the credit he deserves.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. Is that we sit here and I mean, uh, so Karena has a friend who's uh, that she's worked with in the past, and um, she's she's from he's he's from Pierce County, right? He's from I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's right. But anyway, he's from South Georgia <laughs> down there, right? Yeah, and he's from
0: he's from down down here. I
1: I, th- I think he's from Pierce County, and and you know, people who follow uh, high school football and and said Georgia. I mean, Pierce County is a team that has come up from time to time. They're not quite to the Lowndes County. Uh, vikings but status but they're 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 pretty good but pierce county uh she she has a friend who's from pierce county and long story short like she talked about how last year the dude was hey he i mean he's you've seen it on the uh on some instagram posts i've, I've seen it on I, somebody i think it might have been Pickens posted it but talking about he, he had a flip phone because stetson had to get a flip phone because people were got his phone number and were attacking him and all that, which is like, hey, that's terrible in and of itself. But the dude is still, the fact that he's still on this team, he's still, I mean, you, you watch these post-game press conferences, the guy's got a great head on his shoulders. And that's what I have respect about it. It's not like the dude is like a, I don't know, a bone Nix who just sucks. Like, the dude is just seemed like a level-headed guy, just a, a South Georgia boy who's living his dream. And he grew up a dog fan. And, I, and I, I love guys like that, but it's also, I don't think it's like, I, I don't feel like I'm overcompensating for lack of talent by saying that. You know, I, I think he's actually done what we need him to do. He's got another year in Todd Monken's system. And we came in the last year. I think everybody was, for the most part, unprepared last year. And then you force him from a, what, a, a, a third string situation to, into the starting role. And he plays fairly well. Obviously, doesn't play too well against our two biggest opponents. Who one of their that one of those teams ended up being one of the greatest college football teams of all time. So to me, it's we're. I feel like our fan base is so on edge that there's so many people that are thinking, yes, exactly what you're talking about. Everybody's just been overly critical because they just don't want to let this opportunity slip away.
0: Well, and. and- And also too, like we've said with JT, JT has not proven that he can be everything that everybody wants him to be, Mm -hmm. and that's and that's what I struggle with too. And let's just, if we need to get to JT, we'll get to JT. If it comes down to it, and and Stetson doesn't have what it takes in that situation, let's put JT in. But right now, Have
1: have a little faith in our head coach, man. You know. Jesus, like, people, it's
0: like we've got we've gotten to this point, and we are we've done something we haven't done since 1982. Yeah. And one of the last things we haven't done since the 80s is go the distance, and we're trying to do that now. We're go- we're going to get to go to Atlanta if we take care of business these next two weeks, which we have the ability to do, and then go to Atlanta and yeah. and show out and do getting healthy at the right time when do- everything's lining up. I'm not I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but damn, just let's I, I'm going to be a nervous freaking wreck that whole week. But like, let's just have some faith in our guy, and like, give him what he need. if he's gonna be the starting quarterback going to that game. Don't you think this this fan base should give him some freaking love going into that? It's like God, but just be, be care about our own damn team is what I is my, is what I struggle with. Yeah, I think that
1: just just the fan base reflecting some sort of confidence in a guy and a guy can 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 be a motivating factor and give him a little bit more of a. A relaxed feel before going into the biggest game of his life. So I, I, I think it's, I don't know, it's all about, uh, what do they say? It's just a positive energy thing, right? I mean, these guys need some sort of, something that they can lean on. And this guy's just dealt with this negative energy this entire time.
0: <laughs> he don't need us. He said, screw y'all. He's like, I'm just going to go do it myself. Like, I'm going to do it without you. the team's got confidence in him. Yeah, The no team is the all is all Love behind him. him. The team yeah. is behind him, and and like I say, Kirby's not gonna. Kirby's not. Gonna, he right now. There's a mojo. There's a mojo that surrounds this team. There's a, a mojo that's around these guys, and there that there's there's a vibe that they can that they feel that's palpable with this team, and you can't screw with that. There's a chemistry yeah. that is that we have never seen, and and this entire team's a part of it and our guys are getting healthy at the right time. I'm not, I'm not being a Disney dog. I'm not, I'm not sitting here just drinking the Kool-Aid. I, I drank the Kool-Aid when I was a child and I have put myself through all, all kinds of hell growing up. I, t- I tell my, I told my wife, I say I could be addicted to like meth or something. <laughs> it it could would probably, be be, it, it, it was, it's probably cheaper <laughs> But <laughs> and it might be better for my health, but it's not meth. And yeah. so but this—that's what I struggle with—is like when if we were playing bad on the field, if we were actually sh- like scraping by against like this Florida team or whatever the case is, because and everybody's pissed off because we didn't score more points against Florida in the second, like we didn't run the score up or whatever. We didn't have to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we didn't have to yeah. do these things that y'all just think we need to be doing. We have
1: this whole year. We have not had to put the pedal on. on, on excuse me, the gas. All, the foot on the pedal. <laughs> the, the foot on the gas all the way down this entire year. Except, I mean, like, you know, of course the Clemson game, but the Clemson game is – I mean, nobody was moving the ball that
0: These teams haven't had room to breathe. Yeah, We have smothered them completely. They don't see our side of the field except once in a blue moon. And so if our defense was not the defense that we have right now, we would have to do more of what these people want. We would have to be throwing the ball into the into the fourth quarter to try to get these first downs and put points on the board. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that. We get to run the ball with fresh for fresh running backs and an yep. offensive line that is hell bent on ripping you up and letting us run that clock out because that's what we have to do to win this to win the ball game. Kirby doesn't give a rat's ass what you think about how we need this game needs to look. At the end, because we are ten and zero right now, we are ten and zero in the SEC, and no one has sniffed at giving us a run for their money except Tennessee or uh, Clemson. Not because not Tennessee, Tennessee. Didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but I... Cle- Cle- that, that that's the only time we have been in jeopardy, and yeah, and first game of the season, and that's it. That's literally it.
1: We have. Uh, I don't have. I don't know how Kirby does it. I mean, he's. The dude he, just doesn't,
0: like, he just doesn't care what any it, of us think. Do, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, like <laughs> it literally,
1: it's not even like a, uh, I don't care Like what they say. It's like, it's just complete, it's so irrelevant to him that he doesn't even notice it. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I'm just convinced that Kirby's just like wakes up. I mean, he could be reading a headline that's absolutely just calling, it could be calling for his job. And then he just walks out the door with his cup of coffee and, and goes to work. The Dude is just he doesn't he doesn't care whatsoever what we think. The funny uh, thing is, is he's not he's not reading
0: thinking. a headline because he's recruiting. Yeah, he's not. He never reads the headlines. <laughs> the only it's time like, he
1: talks to reporters or the only time he reads headlines or hears about headlines or is if he talks to the reporters and he hates doing that. So
0: yeah, <laughs> I love watching his pressers after the game. i am um, never anyway. been a
1: big presser guy. I I, I uh, always refer to you whenever we need more more knowledge on that. I mean, I listen I, to them. Uh, I enjoy.
0: I enjoy. I listen to them at like double speed, but I just enjoy hearing the vibe, like hearing his vibe after the game, or getting his his feel for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because every now and then, there's nuggets that come up from him. But um, after I mean, the I, game, I, I hear some of it on
1: the radio when I'm like heading home. But it's not like you know. I I really need to go back and like watch him on YouTube because it is it is some good info and just like to see his his uh, mannerisms and. And and hear his hear his opinion on certain things. Honestly, a lot of it you can just read between the lines and figure some stuff out. That's pretty valuable.
0: Well, either way, uh, we're going into another couple games: Charleston Southern. Uh, I don't even know. I don't. I don't even know anything about them. We haven't spent any time on that, um, but our team will this week, and we will. They'll show up for Saturday. We got a noon game. How did we uh, just
1: go a, a, an hour and twelve, going on thirteen minutes, and not even have a review i don't the
0: game. i don't know how people still listen to
1: this <laughs> hey, hey people listen I, i've shown you the numbers hey we're <laughs> hey we're thankful for you guys
0: yeah and uh if you haven't uh if if, if you know a dog that hasn't that hasn't uh, listened to us before we, we don't ever say this but tell somebody tell somebody about us and get, get make them spend another hour however much of their time yeah. <laughs> listen, listening to us but um well, well this, the funny thing
1: is, I feel like we're always negative about it. Like, uh, you know, who listens to this thing? But I mean, we've we've got some pretty pretty loyal people. But and uh, and also, just so you know, we we don't make a single dime on this thing. Oh, if anybody's wondering, this is just a little fun hobby for us. And we've spent forty dollars on a microphone, and we have a
0: domain name, but. <laughs> <laughs> big stuff big uh, stuff not
1: much of a website right now
0: but this is we're, we're just in a special time and, and kind of what you talked about at the beginning getting to getting to do this and talk about this is, is awesome and we we ramble yeah. and we talk because like I said we've been doing this for over an hour now at this point and we were doing it for tw- 20 plus minutes before we even started yeah <laughs> and um and so it's just it's fun and um it, it, right now to go what we're going through and watch what we're watching and man we're, we're there's only two weeks left of this football season. It's November. We're recording this on November 15th. Don't it's, tell me that. <laughs> and this season is incredible to watch. There is so much crap happening and we don't have time. We could do another hour of just what the hell is happening in college football, <laughs> but we're not going to go there. Um, but anyway, this is, this is fun, man. And I, I'm excited. Um, we'll actually uh, be together this weekend. And so we'll be up in, up in North Carolina uh, for a wedding so we will not be in the state of Georgia for while this football game is happening. It'll be my second uh, week this year where I've been in North Carolina for a football game um, during a football game. So, um, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll we'll get it all figured out.
1: I was about to say on 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 that note, my wife is in the wedding that we're both going to this weekend, and which means that come twelve o'clock, uh, we will be sitting in some sort of bar in Chapel Hill and. <laughs> Lord, I hope we make it to the wedding. <laughs> well, let me just say this: the game is 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 not on a channel; it's on ESPN Plus. So, I mean, I we might have to find a place that has Wi-Fi and just bring the phones or whatever, because it's hopefully. I mean, is it gonna be on a, like an alternate channel or something?
0: We can probably get it. We will probably be able to get it on the app. It will probably be like on the ESPN app. I think they put all their games on there. Like if it's on an ESPN broadcast i think it's on there
1: yeah but it's like exclusively espn plus I exclusively think. i mean I, I i it said espn plus it wasn't like espn three or whatever or watch espn but
0: well, we'll either this. way we'll
1: find a way to we'll find a way to we'll watch be it. we'll be
0: watching we'll be watching this game so
1: and then we'll be enjoying uh football for the rest of the day until the uh to wedding time and uh our good friends todd and aubrey are gonna get married that day and
0: congratulations
1: uh, and then and then we got Thanksgiving and then the day after or two days after Thanksgiving uh, if you're not watching football all day that day I don't know what to tell you man it's gonna be rivalry weekend but hopefully we'll have another episode for you guys uh, next week if not then all you need to know is that tech sucks and Jeff Collins is a joke (laughs) and again if I don't say it next week if we don't have an episode next week again we will never lose to that guy period
0: (laughs) Oh, I like it I like it well um oh man um, this was good I needed this for my for my heart and uh I needed to get some you know, of those things out of my I had, we had to get I think we both had to get some things we had to get off our chest so um love you man we, we usually
1: end up having the hour long hour plus long uh, episodes whenever we do
0: so well uh, I'm excited to uh, get to spend the weekend with you and uh, we'll get to get to watch the game together so it's gonna be gonna be good stuff. Sounds good my man. We'll uh looking forward to it and uh, we'll be uh, just having a
1: good old time drinking drinking a bit cold beer and watching the dogs and go dog. Dogs will top.